knew they didn't work anyway. You might not always hate him. No matter what you might think, he doesn't hate you. He screwed up, he knows it, and he's sorry, Jason. Claire didn't care that Jason was mad at Roger. Roger deserved it. But this hate, this wasn't good. She didn't want her son to be in pain. So when Jason had refused to even go by the house with her to drop off the birthday card, she had said, fine, I'll do it. No big deal. I'll drop you at stands on the way. Call later before you fall asleep, if you think of it. Claire admired her old house as she pulled into the drive. It was a fine-looking, two-story brick, carriage lights shining at the three-port garage and around the walk to the front door. She sat in the car, gazing at it, thinking, thinking how much she missed it. This was her fourth separation from Roger. She thought it would get easier, since the reason never changed. Roger was habitually unfaithful. This time, when Claire caught him with someone else, she had decided to be the one to leave. She thought she'd finally had enough. She was pushed so far that she didn't even want to stay in the house she had shared with him, though she loved the spacious four-bedroom home. She thought a fresh start would do her good. But this had been harder than she expected. She had labored over every detail of the interior, having done all the decorating herself, and it was like parting with an old and dear friend. Right on cue, Roger had immediately started making noises about wanting his family back and a chance. One last chance to start his life over and make amends with Claire and Jason and all the peripheral people wounded by his behavior. I'm about to be 40, Claire, and it's pretty traumatic, he had said. Don't think I don't know what I've done, how stupid I've been. I do. And I'm going to prove to you that I can change. I'm going to get help. I'm in counseling now. I don't think I have one more chance in me, she had returned. And even if I did, my family doesn't. Our friends can't even take any more. That's your doing, he had shot back. You haven't been able to keep even our most private problems to yourself. Well, that was true. But if Roger thought that was hard on him, he ought to try being her. Once people knew what he'd done, they couldn't believe she'd taken him back again. And again, and again. Their recriminations had run from astonished disbelief to what felt like a crushing lack of respect. Needless to say, the people she loved most had all but given up on her. In this relatively small town of only 15,000, she was sure everyone knew. And why had she caved in and taken him back anyway? Because there were things about Roger. He was handsome, funny, and very often kind-hearted. He was generous and a wonderful dancer. There were times in her life when she'd been shattered, like when her mother died and her little sister Sarah had plummeted into a frightening depression, and Roger had been completely there for her. He'd always been a good provider, and while not a doting father, he loved Jason. He'd never been a coach or Boy Scout leader, 
but he'd enjoyed his son's games and achievements. Truthfully, Roger only had one screw-up. It just happened to be about the biggest one available. She just couldn't seem to get past the notion that this was all her fault. Her inability to make her marriage work. Her failure to leave it. She couldn't keep him from straying, and she couldn't seem to keep herself from letting him back in. She wasn't sure if trying to keep the family together had been a good thing for Jason, or the opposite. Claire just couldn't win. She had officially moved out three months ago, right after Christmas, and into a townhouse the perfect size for herself and her son. She had taken only what she needed, but over time she transferred more of her things. She retrieved them in small increments on days and nights like this when Roger had said he'd be away from the house. If he noticed the linen closet or kitchen getting...